From your local Houston BMW Center studios, welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth, joined by the illustrious market icon that is... I'll go find Hilary Jones. You are so silly. Good morning. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm awake. I'm alive. I'm happy. It's a, it's a bright, sunny, beautiful Sunday morning in the city. And uh, First, we're going to talk about this um, this incredible exhibit that is happening at, oh. the, uh, at the Health Museum. Oh. And we have the artist on the line. She is just uh, a visual artist and an award-winning artist. And she started something very special for... Families um, that were dealing with COVID, and um, they're, they're going to do this incredible um, exhibit at the Health Museum uh, called "Living Icons." It's a commemoration of the victims of Houston's COVID nineteen pandemic. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, Joni Zavitsanos. Good morning. Good morning. How are things? Well, good. They're, uh, it's been quite busy now preparing for this upcoming exhibit that I've been working on for now for over a year and a half. Yeah, so, let, so. Let, let's talk about this uh, exhibit, this uh, Living Icons. Um, what was the inspiration uh, behind it or what really made you want to do this? So my father was an artist. My grandfather was an artist. Um, my dad passed away about uh, almost six years ago, and he always instilled in me the idea of making meaningful art, art that matters. And uh, as we came into the pandemic, and it was so uncertain, and I was just sitting around in my studio with my family and thinking, you know, what is going on? Uh, and listening every day to these news reports, a man in his 80s in Matagorda County, a woman in her 60s in Fort Bend. Um, and I'm thinking, who who are these people? These people are dying and they're alone. There's no uh, nobody around for them at their deathbed. They may have no funeral whatsoever. Um, who are they and why is this so impersonal? And I set out to find uh, the names and faces of the people that had died. Uh, So I just started combing the Internet and looking through obituaries and trying to find who are these people and and honor them. Because in, in my Greek culture, we honor those who've passed on. They live in Christ. They are alive and we live our lives through them so i i just felt this desire uh, to seek them out and to find them and to find a way i i thought immediately to host a memorial service for them hmm. Joni, it's larry i believe i saw you on television with this um uh, Yes, I did have, I think, uh, Channel 13's local yes. did a program about me. I was on Channel 2, and I was on Fox 26. Yes, 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 yes. And I thought, how how wonderful a person, how compassionate is this for a lady to seek these folk? And I just, I, I am so honored to speak with you today because you're a gift. You are an amazing gift, and thank you for your work. Oh, I... Thank you. I don't deserve that praise, but uh, but I do appreciate it. 
Um, I, I do feel that these families have suffered, um, and, and it, it pained me to see that, and I really wanted to do something uh, in order to perhaps make their pain eased, bring some even perhaps joy in the midst of their sorrow. So, um, so, so well, that was my idea. Let me ask this. Um, in, in your walk, what did you find amazing about these people you've, you've discovered? Oh, every single life had, had a, a specific meaning and purpose. There was every individual that I spoke to, every family member that talked about their loved one had beautiful things to say. It, it didn't matter who they were, where they came from, what age they were, and they are every race, every age, uh, every, um, every socioeconomic economic background that you can imagine. Um, and so it was, it was amazing to me to see that no matter who they were, from prisoner to wealthy to just a health care worker or a, um, you know, a, a essential worker, a restaurant guy, they were all these beautiful people. They were all loved and, and wanted. Mm. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I'm just overwhelmed with yeah. the with the emotion yeah. um, because I'm I'm sure you spent thousands of hours, you know, doing the research and then you know doing the work at your home studio. What was that process like for you? What were you going through mentally as you were going through this process? It was uh, it was kind of gut wrenching to be honest with you. Um, forgive me. No, it's okay. But. But it was so um, worthwhile because I felt kind of invigorated by it, even though there were sorrowful times where I was living the stories of these people that were, you know, mourning. Um, It was also like God was pushing me forward, and it was in a way such a blessing for me to meet every single one of them. Hmm. Joni, have you ever tackled a project like this before? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I have not. But, you know, I, I, I've shown my work. I've done a lot of um, research. My dad was a Byzantine iconographer, so he did religious yeah. artwork for churches around the world. And I love religious art. Um, I love those meanings behind these ancient images. And I used would I did a whole uh, showing in New York on um, on taking these images of the wedding at Cana or the baptism of Christ or the Last Supper or, or whatever and making them into modern day images. So I was really turned on by that and uh, did a whole series of stuff on that and that was pretty consuming. But this took on a whole other life of its own. It became more than just an art project, you see. It was about um, healing and hope, um, about um, trying to get our community together as one, to see that we are one. And uh, so it, it, it's definitely something very different. 
Yeah, very different and very special, so much so that the McGovern uh, Museum of Health and Medical Science actually restaged the uh, Salk and Polio exhibit in order to make room uh, for living icons, a commemoration of victims of Houston's COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty, it's a big deal. I'm grateful to them. I'm so grateful to them. So, Joni, we can, we can visit now? The, the... So the, it actually opens on the 16th. I'm hosting a private family memorial on the 15th of October. Uh, they will all come out. Um, I've got a long list of families who are ready to grieve and to uh, grieve with hope, okay? Uh, this isn't just about sadness of one passing, but also of hope in the resurrection. I have butterflies all over that representing life mm-hmm. after and life that life continues. And so uh, we're going to gather on the 15th for that, and then on the 16th will be the opening, and it will be run through at least through the end of January, but possibly through the spring of 2022. Well, let me speak a quick blessing over you, Miss Joni, because that is my birthday, and oh. you're going to have one of the most amazing <laughs> exhibits that day, and a few of those butterflies are going to come to life, and and if you have any blue butterflies around, you already know I'm, I'll be there with you. Oh, that's uh, so so very sweet and special, and I thank you for that. Yeah, it's going to be a and great... And happiest birthdays to you, and many more. Thank you. I'm hugging right now. Thank you for the love. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, indeed. You're listening to the Public Affairs Podcast. We're talking to a living icon herself, <laughs> Joni Savitsanos, and uh, the commemoration of the Victims of Houston COVID-19 Pandemic Exhibit as she just said, begins on October the 16th. That is uh, this coming Saturday and will run through uh, February of 2022, but um, more than likely uh, through the springtime. Um, did you have some help with this? Because this is a, a, a daunting task to tackle by yourself. It, it was literally sitting in front of that commu- computer all day and most of the night and not sleeping a whole lot, but I was lucky enough. First of all, I had a, a great artist friend of mine, Karen Weimer, who wanted to make leaves out of resin and wire and put the names of the victims on those leaves, and we are going to have a tree of life in the middle of that exhibit room that will house these leaves that will be part of the exhibit. Um, and then I have my cousin, uh, Angie Leolio, who... Um, was kind enough to track down families so that I could reach out to them and ask permission to use their loved one in the tribute. And that was a daunting task. Uh, she, I called her Erin Brockovich. She called me Nancy <laughs> Drew. Uh. So Nancy Drew and Erin Brockovich were working hard. And then my friend Karen Kraft was also tracking down victims for me, looking on GoFundMe pages and whatever to f- track down families so that we could find as many people as possible to honor so I'm I'm grateful to to those two especially and to Karen Weimer for her beautiful art that will also grace um, the museum that day. Joni, in our in our press kit, we 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 received some information about a letter, and I I want to get to that in a little bit, KG. But I am still very curious and motivated to ask because early on in our conversation, you mentioned um, your Greek heritage and yeah. honoring 
What do I want to ask? Was that the button that pushed that said, okay, Joni, this is this is what we're going to do. We're going to get in, we're going to find these people, and we're going to honor them with this huge living icons, uh, portrait wall, print wall. What's special about your connection with spirit world Come on. that made you, what light came on? Yeah. Because I've got a granddaughter who's half Greek, and I'm watching some things with her that are just blowing my mind right now. And I'm all in. I am all in with spirit world. I'm all in with this uplifting of good stuff. But I just want to know for people who get inspired but don't move on their inspiration. (laughs) Well, I thank you for asking me. um, So my background being Greek, it is very important. We feel that we on earth are the church militant (laughs) and those in heaven are the church triumphant. And that we come together, when we worship together, the church militant and the church triumphant come together. Hmm. And they are with us, and we are with them. Uh And so we believe very strongly uh, in the fact of, and we we repeat the words, may their memory be eternal. May their memory be eternal in the eyes of God. Um, This is very important to us that they live on and that they also live on through us and through the things we do and how we act in our lives. So uh, what, what came to my mind was my father and his passing uh, some five and a half years ago. And it was, uh, my dad was my rock. He was everything to me. Um, he wasn't just a beautiful artist, but he was the, one of the greatest human beings I know. Hmm. And I always want to make him proud and I do feel that he's with me uh, and pushing me. And so because of this background and how we worship this way, um, knowing that the militant church and the triumphant church come together, it, it pained me this isolation at death, first of all, of, of the victims. They couldn't have any family around. They had somebody suited up from head to toe who, thank God for them, okay, and many of them held their phones out and FaceTimed with families. But, you know, that's not good enough. I I mean, it's all that we could do during the pandemic, but it's not fair, you know, that that pain runs deep. And then afterwards to be told uh, you have to choose which few family members can come to the funeral. Mm-hmm. And my dad had standing room only and people coming up and giving their testimonies about his life. And, you know, it was a blessing for our family to have that. It gave us strength. So these families were left with nothing and I couldn't take it because they, they need to have the hope in the resurrection. They need to have the hope in the fact that people care and we're 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 all family right yes if i don't see you as my brother then i'm no good in this world absolutely we 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 believe i'm i have were you able to bring some closure to families well i certainly hope so we 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 shed tears 
and we've also laughed together. Yes. And I've made friends. Yes. Yes. Uh, and and it's and and I've known the people that have passed on too, like they're my own family. Yes. And so that has been really special. You know, um, I was just going over the letter, and it's so heartfelt. Uh, you know, before we you know wrap this up with the few minutes that we have left, would you mind reading this letter to the Houston families? Do you want me to read it in full? Why not? Uh, I mean, I will if you <laughs> if you would like for me to. I'm I'm, yes. I'm very. Yes, because this so, is your gift to them, and they should hear it from your lips. Well, um, here's what I wrote. I said, Dear Houston area families, you're receiving this email because your loved one has passed away during the pandemic, and I wish to honor them. I have been working for almost a year and a half on an art project entitled Living Icons, a commemoration of the victims of Houston's COVID-19 pandemic. The project gained the attention of the John P. McGovern Museum of Health and Medical Science, who wishes to house the art installation in their facility this October 2021 through February 2022 and possibly beyond that date. The tribute will open the weekend of October 15th through 17th of 2021 with a special night exclusive to yourself on Friday, October the 15th. It would be a great honor and pleasure for me to host you that evening at this, special, at this special reception to pay tribute to your loved one whose life should be recognized. In my Greek culture, we show respect for our loved ones who have passed away in several important ways. We say, eternal be their memory when they are mentioned. We host memorial services periodically through the years to never forget who they were and what they meant to us. We continue their legacy by living exemplary lives to show our deep gratitude for what they have done for us and for what they have left us with. Just as in the Jewish Holocaust, the 9-11 memorial, or other such tragedies that our society has faced, we many times say, never forget. In this same way, with the passage of this COVID-19 pandemic and the market has left on us all, especially those who have lost someone dear to them, we never want anyone to forget what has happened and who has suffered because of it. I hope you will join me in remembering your loved ones lost and in honoring the memory of who they were and what they meant to ourselves, our families, and the city of Houston at large. I wish you blessings and peace. May their memory be ever eternal. With gratitude, me, Joni Zabatsanos. You are a living angel. No. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I hope I just I hope I make my father proud, my city proud, and I hope the big guy up there especially. You have, uh, I assure you. Yeah, you already uh, have. <laughs> we're close, as my mama would say. I'm some kin to the Lord, so <laughs> you you you've done well, Miss Johnny. You've done extremely well, and you've helped heal some people who are listening today who um, have also suffered because of this hideous uh germ uh and and we're thankful for your compassion your kindness your attention to detail you being your daddy's girl you being your own self being true to yourself and true to who you are and my sunday morning just got a little bit better speaking spending time with you ma'am sincerely 
Sincerely, I am so happy to have met you today. Thank you so much. I thank you. You guys are a blessing as well, and I thank you. No, we thank you. Thank you for your time. Joni Zavitsanos, Living Icons, a commemoration of the victims of Houston's COVID-19 pandemic. That exhibit will run October 16th through uh, the spring of 2022 at the Health Museum. Uh, thank you so much for your time and your inspiration. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the Public Affairs Podcast. We'll see you next week.